Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this episode of Damsels in the DMs. Dear Damsels, I have been on the apps for basically the last 10 years and only had one serious boyfriend for about two months. I'm honestly extremely depressed about it as I am tired of the constant rejection and three years away from 30. I know people say it's not a big deal to turn 30 or whatever, but honestly, I want to be a young mom. And for me, it is. What do I do to find a partner and how do I keep the faith to stay in this vicious cycle? Love alone and eternally on the apps. This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. Uh-huh. What's the there's some damsels in the DM. Who? Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah we see them, yeah we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them, we just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. And I'm Osh. And today we have influencer Suki Looser of the account Suki Looser, who I just learned today. Her name is actually Suki Lu. And this is funny because she dates one of Brian's best friends, which is how we get the pleasure of talking to her today. And um, I am an idiot and didn't realize that Looser was a play on like being a loser. And because she's Canadian, I thought that it was like a Canadian last name, Looser. (laughs) she was really sweet and really fun to talk to she tells us everything from being an influencer how she built her career and her platform to how it changed with dating and then also getting engaged very engaged buying a house together doing all of the big adult steps that some of us including myself are still waiting in the wings to figure out (laughs) me too (laughs) (laughs) but let's have suki tell us how to do it all right, so we are here with Suki. Hello, Suki. Hello, it's nice to be here. Nice so, to have you here. I love your background, by the way. All those plants are giving me light. Oh, yeah, it, I know. It looks like I... house. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Lauren stayed at my house and she was like, "Um, should I water your plants? And I was like, yes, please, they're dead. I've been yeah, gone for two months of... and I just like... <laughs> yeah, I'm a recent plant mom. When, only when we moved into our place like a few months ago where we're like we don't know how to decorate the house so let's do plants it's the easiest way to really yeah so you may have just said we and the we that she is referring to is Patrick (laughs) who is her new fiance who also happens to be Brian's best friend so that is and I know each other yes exactly (laughs) yeah me and Lauren we only met like it's been a long time since I've known your name, but I've never like actually gotten to like meet you until like a few months ago, actually. Yeah, because well, we, we hung out. When did we hang out before that? There was another time, right? Um, it was Brian's birthday. Like, oh yeah, but we didn't really get to see each other. Yeah, exactly. Only a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> and for those of you who are not watching the video, um, Suki did birthday in quotation. <laughs> marks because brian and lauren have this thing where they celebrate their birthday <laughs> six months after their birthdays happened yeah okay we're yeah. late to everything that's not my fault okay some people are <laughs> early some people are late we're late 
I mean, it's a good like way to really get people to plan out ahead so that they have no excuse to be like, no, we can't come. So exactly. We just want all the people there. (laughs) Suki, take us through like building your platform, becoming an influencer, why you started sharing everything with the world, and then a little bit about how your platform changed when you started dating Patrick. Yeah, for sure. So I guess when I first started my platform or decided to do like the whole social media influencer thing, I was actually going through like a one of the, like the biggest transitions of my life, which was like moving from Toronto, Canada to California. And I think at that time in my life, I was like 26 and I felt lost just like every other person in their 20s. Like, I'm not sure about you guys. When I turned 25, I had like this like quarter life crisis thing where I'm like, I felt like I just didn't know what I was going in my life. And like, I just felt like something had to change. So when a job opportunity came up um, and required me to move to California, I just jumped at the opportunity. Um, And back then, um, one of my like dreams was to like travel for a living. I don't know if that's still my dream, but (laughs) a few years ago, I was like, oh, I would love to travel for a living. But I didn't know how. And I learned about how like brands could sponsor you on trips or whatever. So I'm like, oh, like maybe I'll just try out this like, influencer thing and see um, where it goes and since I was going to move anyways I knew I had a lot lot of opportunities to like make content and just share with my audience like all the adventures and whatever I go on and I think I mostly resonated with people was when I first started my platform I would always share my story about why I decided to move and um I always encourage people to like try new things, jump at opportunities, and just take action in your life if um, you really want something to change. Um, and I, it would make me feel really happy if like people would message me in the DMs and look like that, that they really needed to hear that like encouraging message. And, and, and then obviously, in addition to all that, like growing a social media platform also takes like a mixture of like luck timing and like persistence i think i started my platform in 2019 when like the whole creator economy wasn't that booming yet like tiktok wasn't around yet um space wasn't that great so it was a lot easier to grow instagram your instagram back then compared to like now um and also yeah just being really persistent like you, have, you need to like have content to post frequently, be really diligent on your posting schedule and all that all that stuff. So um yeah, like I I just kind of like stuck with it. And it's been like almost three and a half years now since I've really started the platform. And it's just nice to just see like the hard work pay off. And how did your platform change when you started dating? Oh right, right, right. It definitely was less um so in the beginning when I first started it yeah I was like single for like that whole year and I was also younger so like I would say like my platform was a little bit more like I would be more willing to like post bikini photos or just like just more whatever type of photo like I was just more brave into like posting whatever I wanted when I started dating Patrick he actually started taking my photos now like he's actually he's such a me. good photographer too yeah yeah. he offers to take pictures of me and brian on trips and it's just like <laughs> yeah. it's not gonna oh, look as good as suki's yeah <laughs> he, generally, he generally likes like taking photos for people like he's like very 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 he just likes seeing people like be happy once they 
see a great photo of themselves like I'm sure you guys can relate when you have a great photo of yourself you're like yes I really like yeah so um yeah like since I started dating and he started like taking all my photos and I wouldn't say like my platform really really changed but like I guess it's just a bit more wholesome and just more like I've been posting him on my stories I share more about my like adventures with him um I think in the beginning I didn't really post him that much because like I also wasn't sure if like he was comfortable whether like I wanted him to like broadcast him to this like audience that could be mean like you never know people on the internet like and and to be fair like there have been like hate comments of just people with like fake accounts who would just like say some random thing and like mean about it or even about me like so like it was definitely I didn't like really share him in the beginning and then it wasn't until recently I kind of like slowly integrated him into my platform and people it was a known fact that like I had a boyfriend I actually think my content has gone better since dating him because will be such a good photographer yeah exactly exactly and it's just nice it's just easy because like most of my photos are like when we're when we go on trips and it's just nice to like have someone that can help me create content while on trips because when I was single and go on trips, I would like either have to unwillingly have to ask my friend and be like, can you take this photo of me? Or like use a tripod or whatever and it just wouldn't be like as as nice as the photos he takes. So um so yeah, like I think now with him in my life, a lot of my content is just like sharing like things that we do together and like the trips we go on and um but then before it was more like just me and my living my out my best single life like <laughs> love um, that yeah. how do you think that's changed like your following dynamic um did mm-hmm. you think like your followers were affected by because I know a bunch of my friends are influencers as well and when they post they've been to the, telling me that their followers decreased or oh. increased based on like what's happening yeah, so I think, Asha's like, is also an influencer so but ooh, okay talk to everybody else about it <laughs> <laughs> but like they're uh like women more women started following them once they got boyfriends but then yeah, yeah. men like decreased I yeah think no I guess too Suki on the yeah, when we were, yeah. yeah yeah like very like I remember remember like very lightly because I was really drunk <laughs> and I was we were like just yeah um, but we had yeah, a really good heart to heart and that's what yes, led to yes. today's conversation <laughs> yeah so. exactly exactly um no I definitely saw that change as well like even like just when I posted our engagement photo like um yesterday like some guys in my dms were like unfollowed and I'll be like why do I why do you need to tell me that like why do I care let's <laughs> do it yeah yeah, yeah unfollow yeah. me then I don't need to know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it's like did you think you had like a chance to begin with or something but anyways um yeah like I definitely feel like whenever I post like um Patrick whatever like girls would reply to my stories more and be like oh like that's so cute or like we love we love like a supportive man like they'll just like be more responsive to that type of content whereas um I think as I started posting Patrick more, I actually got less DMs from guys, like less creepy DMs from guys because they probably like, oh, like, well, she has a boyfriend now. Like, what? like it's not that they'll stop them, but like, there's just less, like the volume is less. I mean, I I actually like that. Like, I just, it's like just less noise and like just less creepy stuff happening. And how so, do you handle when people say like negative comments, whether it's about you or about Patrick? Like, how do you brush mm-hmm. that off? I mean, normally I like just kind of understand it's like the nature of the internet. I just 
don't take it personal. Like, obviously, there will be days where maybe I'm already having a bad day, and then I'll like open Instagram and like see some comment, and I'll be like, okay, well, cool, and like it'll like maybe bother me for a little. But then, like overall, like I just feel like like being an influencer, you actually develop kind of like thick skin, and you just kind of understand like there's just gonna be so many opinions out there, and so many random haters don't want to like see you happy or succeed and I think it's just kind of understanding that that that'll like it kind of just helps me like kind of see it as noise and cut it off and like honestly I'm like confident in myself enough and my life enough that like what other people say won't really affect me that much and I think like having my close support system like just makes me like already like I, I know my worth and, and other people, random people on the internet won't like kind of affect my the yeah. opinion of myself. So yeah. Like these people hide behind no profile pictures, like yeah. no on their own feed and they have, feel like they have yeah. the right to judge you and make these comments. Right, right, right. And I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, I don't understand. Like you, you literally hide, like you don't even use your real account. Like at least own up to what you say. Like, like I don't get do you just not like feel confident enough to say it to my face using your own account? And, like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I want to step back a little bit because as you mentioned, mm-hmm. when you first started your platform, you were single, you were living in SF, you moved here from Canada. I want to know about like the transition into dating Patrick, like what was happening before that and then how you knew he was the one um, yeah, all, all of the backstory. Yeah, we want to yeah. know your de- the details. <laughs> yes, as as oh, yeah. you mentioned, girls want to know the details, and we are yes. here. <laughs> we want to know. Everything. So yeah, like I moved like April 2019, and I was like single for like a year before I met Patrick. And I think during that year, like I was very happily being single. Honestly, like I was in a relationship um, right before I moved to California. So like I was kind of like honestly like living out my best single life I would be like dating guys here and there but like nothing like serious nothing I wanted to like commit to and no one made me feel like I wanted to commit to them Mm -hmm. and I think as my platform was growing I was also like meeting a lot of people so like I just had like a lot of opportunities come my way where I just didn't feel like I wanted to settle down and like tie myself to like one person but then it was COVID lockdown, April 2020, where like you just couldn't do anything, like nothing was happening. And I, um, I downloaded Hinge the beginning of 2020, and like I went on a few dates, but like nothing serious. And then April, yeah, April 2020 came around, and I matched with Patrick, and I saw like May May, which is his family dog. Um, <laughs> Of course, like a dog, a dog pick wins me over. Um, and but his the Mimi is like a Rottweiler mixed German Shepherd, and those are like two of the breeds I love. So I really was drawn to Mimi, which is funny because it's obviously it's Patrick that I'm supposed to be drawn to. But, um, um, but that's but like yeah. still true because now they have Mimi and Suki is yeah. a dog mom like myself. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Ash I also much... like those two breeds, don't you, Ash? Yeah, oh, I love yeah. those two breeds. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And so I, yeah, so I actually shot my 
like I messaged him first and was like, oh my God, is that your dog? And the funny thing is I never used, I, I never messaged guys first. Like on the dating apps, I usually will just wait for whatever that comes. And I just, I don't know. I don't know if it was like lockdown, I was feeling frisky or whatever. Like I was like, I'm just going to message this guy first. Or it was Mei Mei. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I messaged first and was like, oh my God, is that your dog? And then, yeah, that's kind of like how we like first really started. But before, like before Pat, like I honestly met no guy that like really wanted me to like commit to. I always thought that I would just like be with someone that would like work, but like wouldn't make me feel like that. Like I was, I would always be like meh about guys. Like it's never me feeling like, yes like this is this is the one so I always never thought that like like finding the one was a thing like I thought it was just be be like finding someone that works and it would be that that was my mindset during my like single life year um which I wasn't like that sad about I was just kind of like living in the moment and like just doing and meeting people as they come but yeah, like once Pat, once I met Pat, I was like, wow, like I didn't know this was would this would be like a feeling that like I could feel. I feel like I just kind of like felt lucky that I was able to like find a guy on an app that I could like feel so strongly about, and that also has a dog that I really feel strongly <laughs> about. I think just the transition from when I was single to meeting him, just my mindset on the concept of like love and all that stuff has like changed a lot um, yeah which is good <laughs> yeah. yeah I remember when Pat first started dating you because I think we were on a trip to Hawaii oh, oh, at oh. the time I forget you weren't there I forget where you were but yeah uh, I was in Toronto yeah, one thing that I've always loved about Pat, and it's funny because you brought this up earlier, is that like mm-hmm. Pat is so generous and you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Like he does really thrive off of other people's happiness. So like yeah. Pat, like most guys are not this thoughtful, but Pat will be like pouring out like really nice tequila shots or like um, <laughs> yeah. getting like all the limes like cut up perfectly with like yeah, yeah. on the side and then like bring it out for you on a platter. And then somebody yeah. will be like, oh, sorry, like I don't drink tequila. And he'll like run right back in and be like, well, here I brought <laughs> vodka. Like he's just very yeah. thoughtful and like really good at um taking care of things. And then like when you guys started dating, I remember him immediately being like, she's the one, she's the one. <laughs> and um, I think it was Alice who was like, Suki's an influencer. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, did she come off like influency? Because at the time, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. a ton of influencers before I knew Ash. And yeah. I'm not an influencer. I don't know why you keep saying that. <laughs> you're, like, you're like a pseudo influencer. You do brand deals, Ash. That's influencing. <laughs> I've done two. Okay, whatever. She is. You, you'll see. <laughs> anyway. Yes, I'm going um, to stalk after. Yeah. Stalk me. Stalk me. Yeah. And you'll, and you'll be like, oh, wow, Lauren, you were right. Anyway. <laughs> So Alice was like, yeah, but she's not influencing at all. She's like so grounded. Like, I don't even know when she takes these pictures because like it happens <laughs> yeah. in secret. And then like, it yeah. was so true because you are so down to earth and you are so grounded. But because I brought up Alice, I want to bring up something because I think this is really interesting for our listeners mm-hmm. that before you and Pat lived together, the two of you, you guys lived with another couple. Like, yeah. and also yeah. the other thing that I think is interesting is that you guys moved in like pretty early on in the relationship. Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk 
about all of that because we don't have a lot of people who talk about like moving in with their partners and I just did that. So it's really interesting to hear your perspective on it. So as I said, I met Pat like April 2020, peak COVID lockdown. And um, that definitely made things like speed up 10 10 times um, than the normal, I think, dating trajectory of like a couple. Like we moved in together almost only like six months of dating, which... um, which kind of like the timing worked out because my lease was like ending November 2020-ish. And then they used to have a other roommate beyond that, like, um, so it was like Pat, Alice, Akshay, and then Gian, so like four of them. And then the guy was like also quickly going to like move out. So they were actually going to be missing a roommate anyways. So the timing kind of just like worked out in that aspect. And like when we first started dating, I would go over, I would first start going over like once or twice a week. And then eventually like three to four times a week. And then like five, or six, like it, it came to a point where it just didn't make sense for me to like constantly go home to get clothes so that I could like break into Patrick's place. So he was like, just pack suitcases and just like come and just like stay in our place. So I would be over there for like weeks at a time, like sometimes even months. Yeah, like after like the, the whole like lease thing was coming to the end, we just kind of was like, okay, it only makes sense if like I move in because I am never home and I'm just paying rent for no reason. Um, so it kind of like, and at that point, we we're also like really comfortable with each other and like we were pretty much living together. Even it was just it was just wasn't on paper like I wasn't like on the lease or whatever but so it just like made sense for me to just like move and not having having to like pay like rent at my own place and then also like constantly like go to his place the whole like whole like roommate thing was a little interesting because I I mean I already was living with roommates but then when we moved in together like as you know Alice and Akshay were also there and um, For our listeners, just to clarify, so Brian and Pat are part of a group of friends that they, and I'm not making this up, they call themselves the Elite Eight, okay? And it's like a very <laughs> close-knit group of friends from high school. It's hard to break in to the Elite Eight, like as the girlfriends, <laughs> the the wags of the Elite Eight. Um, And Akshay and Alice have been like together forever. So Suki was coming into like a difficult dynamic, kind of coming into this household because they had been together forever. Yeah, yeah. Pat had a, another long-term girlfriend before the yeah. girls, as forementioned by Suki, um, before Suki came into the picture. Backstory. Right, right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> me and Alice actually talked about this. So when me and Alice first kind of met, we didn't, like, get along that well. I don't know if you know this. She told me like, that you would give her, like, your brand packages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like... <laughs> Because, like, in the beginning, um, I think because Pat was also – because now, now I know the backstory because me and Alice, like, talked talk about yeah. it. She was, she was saying how, like, Pat used to, like, bring home girls and just – she would have to, like, constantly be, like, besties and friends with all these girls. And, like, it was just kind of, like, tiring for her. Um, and then also I think in the beginning when – she didn't know me yet and my identity was very influencer to her like I think she was just a little bit more closed off than normal because I think I know like I don't know like I know there's like this like persona around influencers that like people just automatically like assume yeah um so I so it's fair for her to like kind of people do it to have that thing too I'm sure with you too Ash 
some sort of like Alice, like just had that same um, kind of perception of me um, in the beginning. So we didn't really like talk that much, or like I would try to kind of like be friends with her, but like she wasn't like super open to it, I guess. So the brand packages thing, it was like sometimes like when I would get stuff from brands, I would ask her and be like, oh, like, do you see anything in this package that you want? Like, please take so some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Alice probably didn't want any of it. <laughs> yeah, she didn't. She didn't. Um, she's just, yeah, she just like, not, like nothing really like interesting. Like eventually she was like, oh, like I'll take some of the skincare stuff. But then like, yeah, in the beginning she was like, no, no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, like um, exactly. Um, so yeah, like it took like a bit of time for me to really get closer with um, Alice Nakshay. Um, I th- even like I remember in the beginning I even told Pat I'm like Alice hates me like she hates me and then Pat's like no what are you talking about blah blah blah, blah. Um, and then yeah like after obviously me and Alice were, like, talked about like we're like, really close now we're like like we're like bestie bestie now we're like dog mom also like together um, so we're totally cool but yeah it was just like interesting in the beginning because as Lauren you mentioned like it was always like Pat, Alice, and Akshay. Like it was some three that were in that house, um, um, and they also obviously had like their own like like situation going on. Like I was kind of like the one that's like being inserted into like the house, and um, and then like Alice really l- likes dogs, and I really like dogs. So like I think we, me and Alice, like, really had a lot of similar interests. We, I think it was just more so like we just had to open up. To each other mm-hmm. like somehow and I remember like in the beginning when I first met like the elite eight whatever like I wasn't like that talkative because I was just like I don't know this dynamic <laughs> like I feel like everyone's just so close and I'm like I don't know um but anyways so I guess like fast forward like me and Alice and Akshay and Pat would go on like ski trips together and just uh, other random trips um so then that just kind of like slowly helped me like um get closer to them um and now it eventually became so fun living with them um like near like the last year before we moved to our new place like it was just it was actually sad like having to like like we having to move out and like not live with them anymore it was because dynamic yeah yeah exactly and like whenever people would visit they would like stay at our place like stay at stay on the couch or whatever and then also Alice got like Alice and Akshay got a new dog um they got Milo the husky um so it was like two couple house two dog house like it was just like like a fun house so and then now me and Pat like we live alone with Maymay um in our own house so um we definitely a little less like fun but it's just nice to like have our own space and and I'm glad that like when we first moved in together there wasn't any like red flags that like like you know how like once you move in with someone everything is discovered about them like just yeah. the smallest yes. things like obviously <laughs> there were definitely Brian made like, an excel stories. doc when we moved in together yeah I know really? oh yeah <laughs> oh wait about what just like rules <laughs> um he have I mentioned this on the podcast lately have I even told this to you Ash? I don't know well, Brian and I, when we moved in together, like 
we've been together for like, it's going to be seven years in December. Mm-hmm. So like, but we've never lived together or even really in the same city. So like, yeah. we didn't realize that our cleaning styles are different. And also mm-hmm. like what we value in cleaning, like I value overall cleanliness, like if things are put back. Yeah. Um, I don't like like messiness of space, but Brian yeah. only values three things and it's dishes going in the dishwasher, um, trash <laughs> being taken out and anything Ernie related. And those are the only three things that count. So if you're yeah. not doing those three things, then you're not doing anything. So he put together uh. this Excel document where he quantified tasks, gave it like a point system so that like <laughs> each task has like a certain value of points. And oh like my God. I had That's come so home after like a long week. Suki's here talking about like what a wonderful like relationship she's having <laughs> engaged. And I'm like, this man put together an <laughs> document. I mean, um, at least he's being specific. Yeah, yeah very specific. Communication is key, but yeah. So yeah, I came home from like a long day to this Excel document where which was like quantified with a point system. And anyway, now we've like since figured it out and it's like gotten much better because part of it is that like we just had to realize that like we had to make adjustments since now that I'm in school. It's not yeah. just like the adjustment of living together, but it's also just the adjustment of schedules because I'm mm-hmm. like very rarely home now. So like, right, unfortunately, right. he just has to be like the lead pet parent. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'm not even shocked about this Excel document. Like usually I'd be so shocked about something like this, but that's so Brian. I know. And I actually really love that. I think I'm going to yeah. copy Brian's that. Like a pl- <laughs> Brian's like a planner, right? Like Yes. He, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. you could date Brian then, Osh, since you like Excel documents so much. Yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it a go. So send him over to LA. <laughs> He's thrilled. He loves your place. <laughs> it's actually funny because I actually have a friend who like, they got her, her and her boyfriend got into an argument and the guy made a PowerPoint on like why he's like, sorry. And like, why wow. they shouldn't be mad. At, like, it was, I was like, whoa. <laughs> that's, that's well, I'm going to tell Brian that. Because I would like him to make a PowerPoint about why his Excel <laughs> document isn't a good strategy. <laughs> okay, so the elephant in the room is that you just got engaged very recently. Oh. So congratulations. Yes. We've said it off thank air you, and we've you. briefly mentioned it on this episode. But can you walk us through uh, the proposal yes. and yes. if you had any idea of what was coming? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so originally, um, I was going to go on this, um, Korea slash Vietnam trip, um, alone slash meet my friends there. And then, cause then Pat wasn't able to take off work. Um, so then last minute he was like, oh, I'm just going to join you. Cause I don't want you like traveling alone or whatever. I'm like, okay, sure. Like that's, that's way better. Um, so he, so he joined me. Um, and when we were in vietnam so i guess backing up we did look at rings together before um like a while ago like a few months ago and um so the ring itself like wasn't like super surprising like i kind of knew like the basic of like how everything would look whatever um so then we were at um, also you got a lab diamond right Mm-hmm. Brian yeah, tells yeah. me this all the time about you getting this yeah. lab diamond. So I'd love yeah. to also walk through the pros and cons of a lab diamond. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't even know about it that much until we like went to the jeweler and they and we were like, oh, like what's the main difference? Blah blah blah. Like, um, and I think the main main difference is so like to the naked eye, you can't see a difference between like an actual diamond and a lab diamond. So that was also like okay, like, um 
cool. Like if I can't see the difference, then why spend three times more than what I need to? Um, but then the main difference is just like if you ever plan to like resell your like ring, um, a diamond will like appreciate value, but lab won't. Like it'll like stay the same or depreciate. Um, but then, but yeah, the price difference is like crazy, like different. Um, way cheaper than a normal diamond. But since you can't like tell the difference, we were kind of like, okay, we'd rather just spend that extra money on something else. Is Brian telling you about it because he wants to get a lot of diamonds? 110%. He, yeah. He's trying to be like, oh, Suki got a lab diamond. Yeah. Oh, Suki, your friend who's like so cute and fashionable <laughs> and people love her, lab diamond. And when's the wedding so I can put it in my calendar? <laughs> we have no idea. Oh, okay. You let me know. We have no <laughs> idea. You invited. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. getting invited. No. <laughs> it's the elite eight yeah. part of the elite eight <laughs> i'm like adjacent that's so funny yeah I, I heard there were like tiers like there was like elite eight and then there was like Ho jose hustlers or something i don't even know oh there's like there's like the eight and then there's like newcomers or, i don't even know oh Anyways. yeah because joe is a newcomer right oh okay okay yeah what? oh is he or i thought even Akshay was a newcomer. oh yeah because but anyway later right yeah 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 okay yeah so we were like checking into the the four seasons in in um vietnam like da nang we're in the city um and then we couldn't check in yet because we were early like we arrived at like 11 a.m and texting was like 1 p.m so like oh let's just chill by the pool and then we were just like by the pool and then out of nowhere he's like <clears throat> he's like out of 10 how much do you like your outfit right now and i'm like too because i was like wearing this like i was wearing this like um crop top with these like jean shorts like it was honestly we were coming from another hotel and i just wanted to be comfortable and i just put on anything and it was like really humid and hot so i just like wore this random ass outfit and i was like two and he's like oh and then he's like can you go change and i was like okay this is so bait now <laughs> like why am i changing <laughs> and then in the morning of he was like oh like we um, bring another outfit so that we could like um, take photos or whatever, which is like pretty standard. Like we do that a yeah. lot. So I didn't think much of it. So I was like, yeah, sure. So I had like that black dress that I wore in the, in my bag already. So I was like, okay, I'll just like change to Did this. Did you make it like go change so you can take the pictures? Or he was just like, kind of, but I was probably okay. like suspecting something. Cause I was like, why is he like, we were just relaxing by the pool. So I was like, why is he like asking me to change why is he on right this now? trip why is he yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um so i went to go change and then when we finally were able to check in he we were like we walked to our villa and then he was like can you stand outside for a little bit and then i'm like i'm like okay cool and then i like was standing outside for like 10 minutes and then um, he finally like opened the door and then he like walked me, walked me in. And then um, there were like this rose petal bath set up that said like, marry me with like a heart. And then there was like a bouquet of roses. Um, and then, yeah, like the villa was like really pretty. And he just kept walking me towards like the front of the villa where like the ocean was, um, which is where like, the, he set up like the camera and all that stuff. Um, and then, yeah, he kind of just like, Made, gave the speech um went down on one knee and then did the whole did the whole spiel thing it was 
I like teared a little bit, but then it was mostly like funny, kind of like I was just kind of like kind of like I was like giggling and stuff. But yeah, it was it was super super cute. Like I think I I feel like I knew it was gonna happen, but I didn't. But then I wasn't sure like when and when he kind of baited himself out the last like. 30 minutes of when it was gonna happen I was like okay it's gonna happen so I was able to like kind of like prep myself a little for it I guess but um, there was one thing in particular that I loved about your reaction because Mm -hmm. my pet peeve on people who get engaged is that every every person that I have seen get engaged Mm -hmm. always goes like this their hands on on top of their face they're like I can't believe it and it makes me feel like this is the best thing that has ever happened to you um you kind of laughed and then it was like obviously there was a song on it so you can tell me if I'm wrong in this but it seemed like you were like I don't know I guess like it seems like you did something (laughs) kind of funny which to me was just like so genuine and also like because you're confident in your relationship this was not like the best thing that had ever happened yeah, to you yeah, which I just exactly. like really respected <laughs> yeah yeah I I think what I said was like I'm a wifey or something I said maybe at first I like, maybe <laughs> and then after I was like yeah and then I'm like I'm a wifey um, and I was just like yeah flashing the ring to him yeah. Um, but yeah like, I I just feel like the dynamic of me and past relationship is really like best friend vibe like giggly and like um like kind of just like always joking around like we'll be serious when we need to be but always joking around and all that so like when that happened it was just like a happy like it was just so like it was like touching but then at the same time it was like exciting so it was just kind of like fun and light for us um but yeah like I I am very happy that like he he asked yes well I'll let you know when the wedding is (laughs) I feel like I'm just late. I'm just like the worst planner. So I'm just like lazy. When I to... mean, just enjoy being engaged. You just got yeah, engaged, yeah. Like, sit in it. You just got back from your trip. Like, yeah, enjoy exactly. that moment because once wedding planning starts, obviously I've never done this before. So yeah. I'm not speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Like once yeah. the wedding planning starts, I know how stressful it can be. Anyway, should we get into today's letter? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it. Dear damsels, I have been on the apps for basically the last 10 years and only had one serious boyfriend for about two months. I'm honestly extremely depressed about it as I am tired of the constant rejection and three years away from 30. I know people say it's not a big deal to turn 30 or whatever, but honestly, I want to be a young mom and for me, it is. I'm not trying to make this super dark, but I will say I've been in an extremely dark place feeling like no one is for me and I'm honestly not sure what's wrong with me that I can't find a partner. What do I do to find a partner and how do I keep the faith to stay in this vicious cycle? Love alone and eternally on the apps. Woof. A sad one. Okay. Yeah. 10 years. I I feel like Pat actually also is a friend that he's a he's guy. He's he's also been on the apps for like almost 10 years. Probably only had like a few months serious relationship and then it ended. Um but I think I think with the apps, I feel like it's important to use it as at like a very comfortable pace. Like, cause I have a lot of friends who go through cycles of like burnout because they like aggressively swipe, go on three to four dates a week with like different people and then none of them works out and then become super sad and then just like repeats. Um, and I feel like just like that method, you just get so 
it just gets so demotivating because you're just meeting so many people at once and if none of them works you just kind of feel like you start to feel like something's wrong with you um and I honestly don't think that's the case like and I personally feel like it's better to be single than to be with someone who you're, you're settling with like you're settled and you go down the level just to have someone there be with you so I just feel like um it's just important to like take it slowly and like really find someone that like you will actually like want to be with and it'll actually work out and and honestly like I think so I think you're three years away from 30 you're like young still I still think that's like young and there's still time and I just think that like when you try so hard to achieve something and you try to just put all your energy into like one thing like that's when you probably won't find it like I think you should honestly like kind of like focus on like other aspects of your life first really figure out who you are and like what you really want in a person and just just don't think about like this whole like finding your person and I feel like that person will like just come your way like I think for Patrick I wasn't in a place like as I said I was like single living my best life I wasn't in a place to really like be like oh my god I want um someone right now but like it's he just kind of like showed like came into my life and it all just like worked out and just you were brave enough to reach out too like yeah you yeah something about the dog and you just decided to go for it which I also yeah, yeah. like a, a really good point because I think a lot of times people just like wait for something to come along and they just think like mm-hmm. oh if I just you know stay with this long enough blah 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 like that they'll just come yeah. to me and I think that's like the thing people make mistakes of with being on the apps for so long is like it's really easy, like you mentioned, to get burnout from being on the apps. But the thing mm-hmm. is, like, when you put all that pressure, like, I need to have somebody by the time I turn 30, like, right, right. it doesn't make your experience on the apps pleasant either. And I think yeah. like, that's the point that I love about the way you reached out to Patrick is that, like, you found something that you liked, aside from, like, looking at the profile, like, just being really interested mm-hmm in the person like you found something that you guys had in common and I think Mm -hmm. that that's the difference between finding somebody that you think like could be a good person to date for a couple months and finding your partner because a partner is somebody that like you have things in common with who you find that will challenge you who will like Mm -hmm. add to your life Um, yeah right and I think that's like so important and it's also the difference I think in finding somebody that you settle for versus finding somebody who's going to have the longevity of a relationship right right like I feel like when you like put so much expectation into this one thing like I'm sure like a lot of people are on the apps because they feel like that's their only method of like meeting people and finding someone that like when you when expectations are not met you just feel super like like disappointed because it's you just kind of put like all your eggs in one basket you think this app is gonna like give you the person that you want um and I feel like if the apps aren't working like you have to like also just put yourself out there in other forms of like meeting people like I don't know like join some communities um go to like socials that your friends invite you to and just just like put yourself out there like when things come your way just go for it and like honestly you never know you can honestly meet someone at a coffee shop or like 
just wherever else like it's just not like good to really set the expectation that this dating app will give you the person that you dreamed of because like honestly modern dating is just a lot of kind of like browsing the menu like if you're like into the person that person could be into like 10 other people like yeah yeah like I think when I'm on apps when I'm on apps like I like to talk to the person one or two weeks before actually going on a date with them because I I just feel like going on a date and then figuring out that you wasted a bunch of your time is like the worst thing so like I think you really got to do your like due diligence before really investing your real life time with that person and like talking for one or two weeks can make a huge difference than to like just like talk for a day and then go on a date so like I I just like to kind of like take things a bit more slow um when I'm on dating filter out people too I think I yeah yeah I usually do that as well I'll I'll spend a couple days talking to them and see if they can handle talking for a little bit before dying to like go on a date and I don't know what their expectations of or you know for yeah yeah are but it's a great yeah, way to exactly. filter people out. I also think that, yeah, I agree, Lauren. Take some, t- I feel like take some time away from the apps. Yeah. yeah. And like Suki said, like go do things that you love, go do things that make you happy. Maybe you'll meet someone there, maybe not. But I think what you need to focus on is being able to enjoy time by yourself and loving yourself mm-hmm. and being really happy being you rather than yeah. having this desperate desire to have someone be with you just because you want to be a young mom like right, the energy right. you put out is the energy you're going to bring back in and I think we need to shift the energy a little bit yeah yeah and I think that like when you like love yourself so much that like other people will also see the qualities that you love about yourself and that will attract people towards you um and I feel like you shouldn't have your identity be like I need to be a mom like it's not it's not that um yeah and you never want to, and you don't want to be a mom with the wrong person. So you gotta be, gotta be, gotta just take your time and really find that person that really, really like is the one for you. Well, I think that's a great way to close it out. Suki, thank <laughs> you so, so much for coming on today. We are so no lucky problem. to have you. You gave such yeah. a yeah. No, that was super, super fun. And it was so great chatting with both of you. Thanks for having me on here. Thank you for coming on. Honestly, this was such a great episode. I loved just hearing about your experience. It's really cool. Thank you. Thank you you both. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, please subscribe and rate us and write a review if you like what you're hearing or if you don't like what you're hearing so that we know what we can do better on wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. And we love hearing from you. So please, please, please keep sending us your letters, your DMs, your voice notes, your anonymous letters. We love it all and we love reading it all. Yes, please. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Until next time. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. DMs, DMs. We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.